Howdy folks, it is Monday, May 21st, 2012. This is episode 30 of the Bad Dog Book Club. I'm Skip Ruddertail, your otter editor. And this week's story is One More for Old Times by Liddell Scribe as read by Veva. It's a short but good MF, woohoo, porn story. We hope you enjoy it and we hope you join Toonces and myself in a week when we get together to discuss it. Take care. Hey, this is Veva, and I'm going to be reading One More for Old Times by Liddell Scribe. This is story and others are available at liddellscribe.com. It's hard for exes to hang out without it being a little awkward. Even the cleanest of breakups is still a breakup. You can't avoid that bit of tension when you see someone who you shared a bed with for years. Still, through all that, this now separated couple manages to enjoy each other's company, sometimes way more than they should. Michelle, an early 30s raccoon, flops down onto the living room couch like it was her own. To be fair, she lived here for six months, give or take, so it's not that hard for her to get comfortable. So, how you been? I've been super busy. I know I haven't been making the regular events, but I've spent all my time lately out with this crafty bunch and have kept super busy. I am making lots of awesome things. Oh, cool. Mark, the rabbit of a similar age, tries to look way more interested than in what his ex is up to, but his normal grumpy bunny demeanor can't help but show through. His ex-girlfriend is here on a surprise visit, and she's already made herself at home. He opts to flop into the rickety papasan by the couch, one of the last remnants of his college furniture days, beyond the large beanbag chair tucked away somewhere in the garage. No, it's just been the usual. More than a few people have asked where you've been. I told you that you would take off and everyone would miss you. I'm not avoiding anyone. I've just been busy. You know, I let a lot of other things go by the wayside when we were together, and I want to explore all the stuff I've missed. Michelle huffs out and scoots over until she is almost on the arm of the couch. It's slightly insulting that he wouldn't even sit near her. He can't still be that upset that she dumped him after two months. Anyways, I'm here now. So how's your cock been? Fine, Mark replies without even skipping a beat. He quickly adjusted to how forward Michelle is when they started dating. She's a sexual dynamo, and unlike most girls, she's not shy about it in the least. Just thinking about how she would roll him over in the morning and get hers until his hips hurt makes his pants twitch, and one of his large ears bounce. To his chagrin, his ears have always been a call for him, and she can almost tell exactly what he is thinking because of it. I mean, neglected. I haven't been tending to myself as much since you left. I'm not doing terrible, though. How about you? Getting plenty of dickings? I hear what's-his-name you are seeing as well. 
With a slow grin and a wave of her large tail out over the couch, she straightens up. It's good to know she can still push his buttons so easily. Mark likes to feel in control. He likes being the boss. However, that doesn't make him any less easy to pull around by his dick than any other guy. Whatever. He gets me by, but he isn't nearly as good in bed. I haven't found anyone who can fuck me like you can yet. I will be, I will be a while until I find a dick nice and thick like yours as well. Her weight shifts off the arm of the couch, and she leans forward, making sure he sees her cleavage, her cleavage as she talks. I miss the taste of it. You get used to the way a certain cock feels twitching in your muzzle. Mark stretches in his papasan to disguise the twitching of his nose while she taunts him. He's worried about this when she first showed up. This isn't a casual visit. It's a booty call. As much as the sight of that downy raccoon cleavage teases him, his still wounded pride from the breakup fights its way to the surface. He resists the urge to pounce her where she sits and covers his ears twitching with his best frumpy bunny sound. I'm sure you will find someone, unlike myself, you've had boys pawing all over you since we broke up. The grumpy bunny act doesn't faze Michelle in the slightest. She knows how to get what she wants from him. Suppressing a smile of her own, the raccoon's long pink tongue lolls out in a theatrical yawn, making sure he gets a good look at it. The poor bunny can't help but fall for the trap and thinks exactly about what her ma feels like on cue. After a little stretch and a wiggle, she smiles a seductive gaze. Yeah, but it takes a while to teach a guy exactly how you want it and trust him. I haven't been properly muzzle-fucked since our last fight. A chest-shower-like smile crawls across his muzzle while she watches his memory twitch through his pants. He was always a sucker for slutty talk. That's it. If she wants it, she can get it, thinks the rabbit as he almost bounds right out of his seat. He storms up to her with his nose flared and fur on edge. She wanted him riled up and she got it. Are you sure we should do this? The raccoon's tail flicks behind her in her best coy act as she looks up to her bunny standing in front of her. It's hard not to still think of him as her bunny. With her nose hardly a foot from his groin, she takes the moment to flare her nose and take in that yummy, familiar scent. I'm pretty sure we shouldn't, actually. As he speaks, his pants come open and he pulls out his already throbbing shaft. It's been a while for him, so he isn't feeling like waiting any longer. With his cock almost brushing against her nose, for her breath catches in her throat. She looks over that warm flesh she has known for the past few years, a shiny ring hanging from the tip. He got that shiny while they were together, and it's still one of her favorite raccoon toys to paw at. A slight pang hits her, and she sighs out. No matter how much she wants some of this, it's a hard reminder that he isn't hers anymore. Bunny. There's no more talking about it as he grabs at her hair and presses his cock right into her muzzle. When she tries to speak, all protests are quickly silenced as he shows her how much he missed that muzzle in his own way, pressing deep and groaning out a guttural, happy sound.
Her luxurious striped tail frizzes out for a moment, but quickly goes limp as an all-too-familiar taste of bunny fills her muzzle. I'm going to come down your throat and you're going to come for bunny like a good slut coon. He threatens in, out in a throaty growl. Bunny fills her maw with himself, rocking about lightly to warm her up before he grips her head and presses himself right into her throat. With a squirm, she manages to adjust and swallow it down, gagging for a moment as her tail flips about behind her in that you are so going to get it way. He hasn't forgotten at all how she likes it. His own tail flutters about in ecstasy as the raccoon under him gets into the motions now. She catches every thrust, licking and sucking with a deep hunger. Mm, Fuck, I miss this. Finger yourself, girl. I want to watch you come while I fuck your muzzle. All she can manage in retort is a grunt. That's not going to work, and he knows it. But with her hair twined up in his fingers and cock thrusting through her muzzle, she is in no mood to disobey. Her thighs spread wide and she hikes up her skirt so she can start fingering herself messily for him, making a nice show of herself spreading wide. No, not good enough. He hisses out and pulls away from her muzzle to slap her with the wet shafts gently. Stay, stay. He orders out sternly as he tucks his glistening dick into his pants and storms out of the room with the huff. She whimpers out softly, Wondering what she did wrong. She was so close to subspace, damn it. There is little time to complain or pout over the situation before he storms back in, waving a large pink knotted cock around. Her old fox toy. Mark isn't gentle anymore, and she doesn't want gentle anyways. He presses her back against the couch by her chest and slips the toy to her mound. He teases it through her slit up and down for a few moments before it's shoved into her soaking passage. A loud hiss and whimper fills the room. Michelle's tail twitching rapidly against the couch. There are few better pains than Bunny taking it like it's his, and he does just that with the toy. Her body rocks and bucks against it without any forethought while he teases her with the firm knot against her entrance. Once she is squirming about needfully, he pulls her back up so she is sitting right down on it. Rock on it. Don't take the knot till I'm ready to come, girl. With the stern order, his dick comes right back out of his pants and he shoves the muzzle full of it like he never stopped. The loud thumps of Michelle's tail whacking against the couch escalate as her ex-bunny takes pawfuls of her fur and takes that muzzle like a porn star. The raccoon slides her bottom about on the couch hard, needing to use one paw to steady the toy's base while she bucks over it like she is riding the Todd. Even when playing with her bunny, she can't help having dark, subby fantasies of being forcefully taken by her bunny and a vulpine friend each one of them using her and savoring her body like this. Groans fill the back of her muzzle while her hips twitch and her legs jerk under her in a spastic manner. Damn Bunny knows just how to make her come in the most embarrassing ways. She hates when when he makes her come like this. 
The large bunny grins down as he pumps her muzzle harder in response to her climax. He isn't quite done yet with her. He puts his all into his thrusts as his own legs clench up and the pleasure balls up inside of him. In the back of his mind, he knows this is her least favorite part of this play, so he tries to make it quick. One of the paws digs into his thighs and he bucks a bit more erratically and makes her choke lightly over the ring, taunting her throat. Fuck. Almost there, girl. Chest. Gonna. Close. The crest of his climax overcomes the bunny and he doesn't fight it like he usually does. Needy paws grab up the girl on the couch, one pulling her in to bury her nose at the base of his shaft while the other presses her down against the toy's knot. With the final cutoff, Irk, Michelle's breath is cut off with the pulsing tip and warm metal of his piercing. While his attempt to press her down on the toy is in vain, just like a good girl, she clutches the toy and presses herself down until she feels that delicious stretch and immense fullness. The hard and voluntary clenching over the knot helps her ignore the pain of Bunny, forcing her to the base and holding tight. The spasming in her muzzle and the stealing of her bunny makes her flush now, that slimy, thick feeling rushing right down her throat. She forces herself to relax while she swallows hard around his tip, letting him put it right down into her tummy so she doesn't have to taste his load. A tense moment fills the room as Mark's tail flags with each spasm of his cock deep in the raccoon girl's throat. Finally, the silence is broken as he pulls back with a sudden jerk and no warning, leaving only a thin line of jizz on her tongue. While Michelle gasps for air loudly, the bunny grabs himself and finishes himself off by spurting the last two anemic shots right across her muzzle. Both of them are left panting, Michelle twitching over the toy buried to the hilt in her while Mark looks down at that Mark Coon girl with his slowly softening cock hanging from his paw. After the moment settles, Mark growls playfully, Fuck, you have no idea how much I miss that. He tucks himself back in and flops down on the couch next to her now, pulling that delightfully soft tail up into his lap so he can pet it through her afterglow like he knows she loves. Ugh, <clears throat> dick, I wanted it in me. The raccoon finally manages to squeak out at him. She buries the rage of that moment quickly, though. After a scene like that, she wants to curl up against her satisfied bunny and be a good little sub. Shh, you were a good girl. You said you'd miss being muzzlefucked, so there you go. He follows his comment with that know-it-all bossy smile that makes her initially fall in love with him. With a sigh, Michelle squirms about and slowly draws the toy from herself. The feeling of the knot popping out makes her jump and clench deep in her tummy. The sopping toy gets dropped on the coffee table. They will clean it when they have the energy again. She leans into the lounging bunny and snuggles up. You can't do that if we aren't dating, though. I'm not wearing your collar anymore. Uh-huh, sure. Buddy gets what bunny wants. Mark pants and smiles to himself, feeling like King Bunny Master all again. He was pent up as hell. It was nice he got to play again. 
With a small smile, Michelle nuzzles against him and relaxes as she thinks to herself, mm-hmm, he gets what he wants. Right. 